Hey everyone and welcome to the year was the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I'm your host Michael Montalvo and for the next few minutes we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes today truly unique. In this episode we examine the events that occurred June 22nd. Are any of you familiar with Joe Lewis? I'm not much of a boxing fan, and so while I know of the man and the name, I don't know much about who he was or his fights. Then, as I was doing research for this episode, I came across the name, and I decided that maybe it was time to learn about one of boxing's greats. What further interested me in this particular fighter was that Lewis has not one, but two events only one year apart. So let's talk Joe Lewis. Lewis was born Joseph Lewis Barrow, May 13, 1914, to parents Munn, a sharecropper, and Lily, a laundress, in Lafayette, Alabama. He wasn't there long, though, because when he was only two, his father was committed to an asylum and his mother remarried, moving the family to Detroit, Michigan, where Lewis first discovered boxing. We will get back to that in a moment. Now, as you can imagine, Lewis's life wasn't perfect. The family struggled with finances, and Lewis and his seven siblings are said to have slept three to four to a bed. What's more, he had limited education opportunities and developed a stammer. It was perhaps all of this that contributed to him developing into a quiet and shy child. Initially. After moving and a bit of growing, question mark? He began school at the Bronson Trade School, learning the cabinet-making trade until stepfather Patrick Brown lost his job at Ford Motor Company, forcing Lewis to take on a series of odd jobs. To be clear, not a series of fights with the Bond villain odd job, but just work. It was around this time that he began to hang around a gang, and his mother, wanting to keep him out of that lifestyle, enrolled Lewis into violin lessons. Here is where boxing comes back into play, and after having been introduced to it, Joe Lewis used the money for violin lessons to train at Brewster Recreation Center. By 1932, Lewis stood six foot two and had begun his amateur career. He earned a reputation for hard-hitting punches, and it was these punches that eventually took him to win the Golden Glove Light Heavyweight title in the Open Class in 1934. To transition to his amateur career stats, because I don't know how else to do it, by the time he was ready for the pros, he had won 50 of 54 fights, and of those 50, 43 were by knockout. Going into the pro circuit, he did not face Little Mac, but would face former heavyweight champs Primo Carnera and Max Bayer. And he did well. He wouldn't experience his first professional defeat until June 19, 1936 against German Max Schmeling, who would knock him out in round 12, which is apparently how many rounds a match has. A boxing match, not a box of matches. Obviously. Then it happened. The year was 1937, and on this day, June 22nd, heavyweight boxer Joe Lewis defeated Cinderella man James L. Braddock, to become the heavyweight champion of the world. The match was held at Kominsky Park in Chicago, 
after the New York Commission refused to hold the match at Madison Square Garden. This location was reserved only for a Braddock-Schmeling fight. Remember him? He will come back later. It had been 22 years since there had been an African-American champion, and when the fight started, it didn't look good for Lewis. Braddock landed a jab that sent Lewis to the floor in the opening minute of the match, but Lewis wasted no time getting back up and returning to the fight. This was when the fight really took off, and the two went into the 8th round before Lewis landed a hit that knocked Braddock out cold and was declared the winner. After this victory, Lewis set his sights on the subject of his first professional defeat. That's right, it's Rocky II, but instead of Carl Weathers, it's Max Schmeling. It was the rematch in the... Cabbage Patch. No, that does not sound right. The fighting in the Reichen. The destroying the Aryan. We'll come back to that one. The year was 1938, and on this day, June 22nd, heavyweight champ Joe Lewis defended his heavyweight title in a rematch against Max Schmeling. The fight didn't even last a single round. Schmeling was knocked out in round one, with Lewis not only defeating him, but also landing a defeat towards Adolf Hitler in fascism. So what happened next? Lewis fought at his peak from 1939 to 1942, and from December 1940 to June 1941, he defended his title seven times. He enlisted into the Army in 1942, where he served with Jackie Robinson. He did not see any actual combat, but instead fought in exhibition matches for troops. He retired in 1949 as the undefeated champion, but after he was required to pay $1 million in back taxes and penalties, returned to the ring to fight his successor, Ezard Charles, a fight he would lose in a 15-round decision. He would go on to fight Rocky Marciano October 26, 1951, but would again lose, being knocked out in the 8th round. He would end his career for the second time, having fought 71 bouts, winning 68 with 54 by knockout. He was still plagued with money problems, though, and in an effort to relieve his debts, he briefly became a wrestler before becoming a door greeter at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. He was committed to psychiatric care in 1970 and was confined to a wheelchair after heart surgery in 1977. Lewis died April 12, 1981, at 66 years old. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps steer this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was Audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.